Hey, I'm Andy Grammer, and I am this week's Man of the Hour. My friends, welcome back to the Men of the Hour. Our Men's Health Month keeps getting better and better because right now, up next, one of my favorite musicians and dudes in general, Andy freaking Grammer, is on the podcast right now. He's not just an award-winning multi-platinum recording artist, he's a dad too. Oh, and don't even get me started on this guy's POV on life. He is one of the most optimistically grounded people I've ever had the chance to talk to. This one is pretty short, but it has everything you need to be inspired. A quick note from our sponsor, Metrics. All six of our amazing Men's Health Month episodes would not have been the same without this brand. And I tell you again and again that I am so thankful this company trusted me with their brand for the entire month of June 2021. So this episode with Andy Grammer is sponsored and brought to you by Metrics. Their bars are something I think you'll love the most, and they're packed with 30 grams of protein, all the vitamins and minerals that you'll need, and it gives you the all kind of day energy that you would want. You can get them at metrics.com, that's M-E-T-R-X.com, but they're also available at Kroger if you have one near you, and if you don't, don't worry about it, the website is just as great. They also have other bars aside from my favorite, which is the Super Cookie Crunch, I think you should buy it, ready to drink shakes, powders, and supplements, and anything you can think of that you'll need, especially when working out, but you'll have to head to their website to find out and that's metrics.com m-e-t-r-x.com and when you go there use justin15 and that's 15% off at checkout all right my guy andy grammer is here now so i hope he inspires you andy your background looks much better than mine dude oh man We, uh, yeah, we had to shift it up, dude. This, this, this quarantine thing happened. We turned ourselves into like a, it's a recording studio, but also a little bit of a television studio. As it should, man. You got TikTok yeah. challenges and everything coming out you now. Know? I mean, oh, right? yeah. it's all about the content. Of course. Andy, uh, you know what? I don't have you for long. We're used to having guys for about an hour for the men of the hour. I want to start cool. with your optimistic personality, buddy. Um, I love your music. We all love your music, but you have been somebody that I think everybody looks at in light of almost any situation and can go, you know what? That guy's always so happy when he's writing the music. So I want to open up with a quick quote, right? To, to yeah. quote the Andy Grimmer. You oh did goodness. once say, my ultimate goal is to try to be real. It just so happens that I'm usually more happy than sad when I'm writing. And in general, I think that life is pretty great. It's cool to be here. That comes through in my music. I don't have a dismal outlook. I don't, or, but I don't aim to make positive music. It just, it is who I am. Yeah. Break that down for us, buddy. Yeah. I think that, uh, there's ways to look at life. Like even when something goes wrong, uh, the question is, how, what do you see the purpose of it being? If, it's, if, if something goes wrong and you just think like, oh, it just sucks, that's one way to look at it. If, if you think that like going to the gym, you are things that are difficult are there to make you stronger, then that's like a different way of looking at life. So in general, I see struggle as uh, making you better. And that is, I think, a grounded optimism grounded optimism and it, have you seen that play out in your music as well in terms of your of your career yeah i mean i think if you don't have that it's really hard to do anything because <laughs> life's is freaking hard you know yeah. so without an outlook like that i don't know how you keep going to be honest I, some people do i guess but i don't know yeah and i used to always think it's like well life's unexpected challenges are what make it so difficult and i think people don't know how to necessarily combat those right or how to deal with them how do you deal with things that are so uncertain andy um, you know, I, I like to like consistently reset and just remember that like, that's the, I think that's the point of being here, like alive, 
is to is to grow. Um, so when things get thrown at you, I think that's the whole point. I, I think sometimes we have this idea in our brain that there is another version of this life where that doesn't happen to you. <laughs> like if you're having trouble at work or something, a lot of times what you're comparing it to some other imaginary work situation where there is not this happening, but it's like, that's definitely happening there too. Like this is just life. Life is hard. And, uh, and by getting through it, we become who we want to become. And, and seeing life that way is really the only possible way to keep going, I think. Yeah. Says the mature man himself. Do you think we overcomplicate life, Andy? I've, I've always wanted to ask you this because I'm like, you know what? As optimists, that in the LinkedIn, or not LinkedIn, I was going to say the Instagram bio for myself. I was like, I like that term optimist for someone who just sees life a little bit more positively um, mm. as we all deserve to, like you had said. But do you think we overcomplicate it to some extent when thinking about you know, the challenges and how we should be dealing with them? Mm, do we overcomplicate life? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I think a lot of it comes down to, to the simple stuff. I think that's what this COVID situation did for everybody. It's like a real hard pause on everything. And you got to kind of reassess, am I, am I living this way? Like, am I living the way I want to live? And I think that's been a gift is to go simplify for a second and put yourself back together exactly the way you want. That's a real gift. Mm, you're a gift. And to your two daughters too, I want to bring up Father's Day. We're right around the corner, man. That That's something else, right? And I think that people go into parenthood or for you, you know, for men, fatherhood, thinking that it's supposed to be a certain way. Have you kind of found out that it's better to kind of enjoy the process of building what fatherhood looks like for you independently over the years? Fatherhood is amazing. I think it's, uh, you know, the way that I describe fatherhood is like before fatherhood, my life, if the worst day was a one and the best day was a 10, a year of my life, you'd hit one or 10, I don't know, maybe three times each. And most of the time, spend your, spend your days in between like six and eight, if you're lucky. And then with fatherhood, it's like ones, it's only ones and tens all day long. It's super intense and it's amazing. And then it's like super frustrating and it's awesome. It's just like a more aggressive way to live life, which I'm into. It's really great. What do you think your daughters will have to say about you in a decade's time from now as to how you raised them? Uh, I would hope that they'd say that I was, uh, fun and strict and spiritual. Those are three very different things. Yeah. You know, I think I'm like really fun. And then they also know that on, on important, serious stuff, I'm like a brick wall. Um, and then always trying to point them up towards something spiritual. And then that leads me to my next point, which is like for upcoming dads, I think there's a lot of anxiety with it. If my brother's tuning in, he just announced he's going to have a kid in about, what, six months from now? I mean, where, where does that start in terms of what you would begin to tell someone who's about to have a child? So I love this. I tell people this all the time is that uh, you've been alive for a long time. You've met a lot of incredible people. You've like, you've met, you've had a great time and been like, oh my God, I love this person or I love this person. And until you've had a kid, you haven't met your favorite person. So that alone is like the reason you haven't met the, your favorite person yet. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, Andy. What about, so, I mean, listen, I think that people look at you all the time and they're like, oh, well, you know, he could be a, he could be seen as a poster child as someone who writes music and sings and is always smiling and super optimistic. Um, but when you're not around people, I could also imagine that you have to, I mean, you said it earlier, you do reset in some sense. You know, so what does that resetting process really do for you so that you can keep outward facing all of that positive energy for people? 
Hmm. I mean, this, yeah, it's been a, just a really big reset this year where I haven't been able to tour and, and be out and uh, gotten to do a lot of kind of internal work that just ha doesn't happen when you have to be on a plane every day. Uh, so I, I've appreciated the self-reflection and the journey inside when usually what I do is travel around outside. So it's been, it's been good, a good reset for me. And I'd say too, I mean, we, we always go into like reset mode at some point, you know, but to have it for an entire year, that could be, that could be a lot for some people. And I think sitting still is, was a lot of that. Um, and I, I've often thought to myself, like, you know what, if we all sit still and, and get a little anxious, sometimes it's a good thing, but people were getting uber anxious, right? So when yeah. dealing with anxiety and like maybe allowing music to be somewhat of a therapy to that, do you have any thoughts there? Yeah. I mean, you know, one of the things we're actually doing, especially with kids too, is that the kids have been forced to stay either just at home, which is really hard. And we've been, uh, I've watched my kids as well. And I, I've had a lot of fun with them and been with them, but oh, for a year, uh, that's a long time to not be around other kids. And so, you know, one of the things that I've, we've gotten to do, I've, I actually have been partnered with Quaker Chewy to try to, because now like kids are a little bit more able to go out. So they're actually able to go to summer camp this year. And so we've been trying to like, they came to me and said, do you want to help with this campaign of getting more kids out to, to be around each other and to get to go to summer camp? And I was like, I'm super in on that. Let's do that. What's that going to look like? I keep thinking like 4-H or YMCA camps and stuff. Yeah. So really what, what, we're, what we're doing is we're writing a song about summer camp and having everybody send in lyrics to, so we can, it can be like a collaboration. And for every lyric that people send in, uh, Quaker True is going to donate a dollar to the American Camp Association. So we're going to write a song, raise money to send kids to camp. And then uh, with that money, they, the, the American Camp Association will actually be the ones that send kids who might not otherwise be able to go go to camp to, to go do it so it's gonna be really really cool I get to do it with my daughter uh we're gonna you know compile all the lyrics she's gonna be with me we'll put it all together and uh it, you know it's like to what you're talking about it's been really hard to be closed in and so this summer more than ever it's important that people get together yeah. And I like the idea that there's like so much positivity around getting people back together. Do you remember at some point it was like, no, everybody stay away from each other. Don't yeah. go back to normal yet. Yeah. And I think things like this will allow that to kind of happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's sweet. Wow. And you said your daughter's going to write it with you. You think she's going to yes. be an artist when she grows up, Andy? I don't know if she's going to be an artist, but she, well, you know, we sing and we make up songs all day long around the house and yeah. to get her to eat her food and to get bath time and uh, just like to kill the time on a, on a long drive. So it will be right in our wheelhouse for sure. <laughs> Did you imagine a creative family? I think growing up, I mean, cause I, I'm not a creative musician, but if I, I would imagine someone who's in that music world, it's like you, you, sometimes people's families are nowhere near that, right? They're educators or policemen or yeah. outside of the industry. But for you, do you kind of envision maybe some, that happening for you guys? Yeah. It's really funny that you just, each household I'm sure is extremely different. And ours, mm. my wife is an incredible songwriter as well. So we're just yep. kind of always singing and rhyming and working on stuff. And so the little girls, they, they, they pick it up pretty quick. I love that. More about Chewy really quickly. I feel like with this, with the summer camp idea, I mean, what do you, what do you hope for? I mean, one thing is definitely getting kids to go to camp when they weren't going to be able to otherwise. Yeah. And then also know. maybe fostering some songwriting in the home. It's really cool. So if parents can uh, get with your kid and, and send in a, a lyrics, write some that rhymes or, or whatever summer camp means to you again, send it to yeah. ChewyCampTrack.com. Go there and, uh, and you'll learn all about it.
I don't think you can say that three times fast. Chewy yeah, right? camp track. I'm not even going to try it, Andy. Maybe we could sing it three times. Wait, what about your upbringing? I feel like when people are growing up, uh, you know, they have to reflect sometimes on how their parents were to them. Uh, yeah. How do your how do you feel like your parents played an influence to how you're growing your two beautiful daughters up now? Yeah. Well, my parents were definitely songwriters, uh, so that kind of like was a great place to grow up to now do what I do. Same thing. It was always about like your words and what, what are you saying and how is it coming across and simplify yeah. the message, but make it interesting. And yeah, so I got a lot from them in this, in this regard. There's an element of like emotional intelligence. I think that comes with that too. Right. And, yeah, and no, not totally. to say people lack it, but I think creatives and musicians and people who are like always like dancing around or singing and stuff have a different level of that. Don't you think? Yeah, totally. It's, it's been sweet to watch my daughters come into it. That's so cool, man. Well, you know what? I can't thank you enough. I mean, listen, probably one of the shortest interviews we've had, but Andy, I can't thank you and your team enough for allowing you to come on to this podcast, buddy. Thank you so, so much. Hey, it's Justin again. And before you exit this very episode, wherever you're listening, I want to say thank you for being here. I hope you learned something new and are leaving more inspired by the conversation you just heard. Men of the Hour is also on Instagram and YouTube at Men of the Hour Podcast, where you can find all of our video sneak peek exclusives and full episodes. Be sure to follow and subscribe and do all those great things so that we can stay connected. And right before you jump, I would love to hear from you if you would put a rating and review right here where you're listening. Until next Monday, continue taking care of yourself and building the best possible life.